is Real Talk with Artesia, the entrepreneur's lifeline. Here, all things are better left said. We're here to get real, unfiltered, uncut. We talk about the real struggles, the real failures, the real successes. So if you're ready to talk, let's roll. All right, all right. So I decided to just jump on this morning to do a quick segment about branding and marketing yourself. See, now I have a bunch of friends that has businesses and I have a business, a couple of them. And branding and marketing is so important because you don't want to be out here with your brand looking just any kind of way, marketing your brand any kind of way. Because we all know you do not get a second chance at a first impression. That's just not how that works. So I want to take a moment to just talk about branding and marketing, what that actually means. And this is just made simple. I'm talking about made simple. So when you talk about branding, now when I talk about branding, it's not from a huge corporate standpoint. I'm not talking about a um, $500 production or something super strenuous. I'm just talking about a personal brand. Right. I'm talking about who are you? What do you stand for? If I see your brand, do I know that it's associated to you? That's a question most people don't even understand how that works. So if I look at um, your business card, is it consistent with the marketing that you're putting out? Just little little tidbits like that. So you have to first understand what a personal brand is. Now, this is tripped out because most people don't. A personal brand is you. How do I identify you? That's what's important. That's what a personal brand is. A personal brand is not what Walmart look like. That's a corporate brand. I'm not talking about Dillard or Kroger or Carson Perry Scott, if you know what that is. Piggly Wiggly. Those are corporate brands. But you, on a smaller scale, a personal brand. Who are you? What are you? What do you stand for? That's your personal brand. Right. In order to find out the purpose behind the personal brand, you got to understand what it's all about. So you got to find your. So what are you passionate about? What are you passionate about? What is your brand? What are you passionate about? What is your brand? I'm going to say it one more time. What are you passionate about? What is your brand? You know why I said that? Because you cannot service everybody. When you do, you service nobody. You got to create a niche market for yourself. Again, what are you good at? The purpose of a personal brand is to showcase yourself. Who are you? Right? If there's five Avon sellers in the room and two of them are branding themselves, one of them has brand awareness all across social media. I'm more prone to go to her because I've seen her brand. So she actually is showcasing who she is. She stand out from the crowd. That's the purpose of a personal brand. Just because you sell Avon, paparazzi, Mary Kay, Herbalife, any of these businesses out here that, are, that gives you the opportunity to be an independent distributor doesn't mean you can't personal brand yourself. What does that actually mean? So if I sell Herbalife, I'm going to use Herbalife. If I sell Herbalife, Sure, I sell Herbalife and Herbalife is branded. You know, Herbalife is that lime green and that white. You know Herbalife when you see it from that little leaf. Okay, cool. But you as an independent distributor, why would I come to your business to get it? When there's so many different nutrition shops 
why would I come to you? Stand out from the crowd. But let's take a quick second to talk about how you actually brand. So I got a lot of friends that are starting their journey, right? And the journey is not easy. The journey is super hard. You have to be dedicated. You can't just decide one morning, I'm going to brand myself because it's a process. There's levels to this thing. But when you talk about the steps to branding yourself, there's literally only five. There's five steps and they're the steps are simple, but it takes you to execute it. And that's where we as business owners, as new business owners, as old business owners, that's where we fall short because we don't want to put the work in. We actually want microwave results. And when you do microwave results in a business, your business is going to be microwave success, which means what does that mean? When you microwave stuff is lukewarm for a second and it's back cold again. So don't have that stigma when it comes to your business. Let's get it. So one, how do you brand yourself? Become an expert. Become an expert. So what does that mean? Become an expert. So if you're somebody that is selling facial masks, be an expert at that. If you're someone that sells nutritional drinks, be an expert at that. If you're someone that speaks on domestic violence, be an expert at that. Be an expert in your field and figure out who you're targeting. I think I said it before, a person that targets everybody actually targets nobody. What does that mean? Okay, let me give you an example. So let's just say there's somebody throwing an event. No, let's just say I'm throwing an event. I'm throwing an event and I want you to come to my event but I want you to speak at my event. Now, my event is for homeowners, right? It's a homeowners convention and you're coming in and I have all of these speakers talking about homeownership. How do you get it? Real estate agents. I got title companies there speaking. I got all these people in different genres in regards to real estate there. But I ask you to come and speak, but you speak about health and wellness. That does, that's not how that works, right? You have to target who you're targeting. Just because everybody speaks don't mean they should be at your event. It has to be a specific target market. Because if you don't do that, you run the risk of messing both of y'all brands up. What does that mean? So you're speaking at an event that's for homeowners and new owners and things like that, but you on health and wellness. You don't fit. It's like that little cartoon that says one of these things are not like the other. You're that other thing that's not, you don't fit. That's just not how it works. So now you have the other person that's throwing the event. People are like, well, why in the world is there a health person here? And we're talking about home ownership. Ding, 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 ding. It doesn't fit. And now you have an inconsistent brand of hosting events. And this person's inconsistent because they're going to events just speaking because they want to speak. Don't just speak to speak. You need to go where your services are needed and the crowd needs you. All platforms to speak aren't great platforms to speak. So again, that's number one, locate your audience. That's important. Then there's a second one. Do not conform to the other missions of other businesses. What does that actually mean? All right, well, let's talk about it. It's called imposter syndrome. It's just plain and simple imposter syndrome it 
it is what it sounds like. So let's just say you're a new business owner or an old business owner and you're trying to break out into the market or rebrand yourself, if you will. But you got this new person that's innovative, that's doing things pretty cool, and you take on the identity and the roles of that person. Now you've conformed to their missions, and now you're doing things like them because they're the new shiny thing that's happening. Wrong. Don't do that. Don't conform. Be who you are. Your brand is who you are. Remember, it's all about personal branding. How can you be a personal brand if you're impostering somebody else? That's just not how it works. You know your audience, they can smell a fraud a mile away. Like for real, your audience can tell if you are fraudulent from a mile away. So don't call yourself being one way and then you find a new innovative way like someone else and boom, now you're like them. Because trust me, people talk and you don't want to be named as that person that bite off of anybody else. Not cool. So find your own way Two, Three, you want to create a website. You want to have a blog. You want to have a podcast. Okay, well, maybe a podcast ain't for you because you don't like talking. Okay, cool. Maybe a blog is not for you because you don't like to write. Okay. What about a vlog? A video-based vlog that that's not bad right but what if you don't like the cameras okay well a website you have to have something that has your first and your last name attached to it why is that you ask if you're personal branding and you want others to know you for you right you want them to understand who you are know your first your last name well how you gonna do that hiding behind the business now i'm not saying don't have a business aside i have businesses aside from this one but I also have my self-branding as artesiastamps.com, right? I also have other websites, but it's it, that's a business brand. It's not a personal brand. Two different things. So you want to create a website, a blog, a podcast, something that has your first and last name to it. My, I would, me personally, I would go to Wix. Make me a website real quick, a quick blog or something like that. And go ahead and put my first and last name on it. Go to GoDaddy and get my domain. Domain names are free, especially if it's your own name. What, 11 bucks for the for, for two years? You really can't beat that. And then a podcast. There's so many different ones that are out here that's free. You want to take advantage of that. So first and last name on a website, blog, vlog, or a podcast. That's three. Four. Me and you both, everybody knows that social media is a must. What's on social media nowadays? Businesses, networking, jobs, collaborations. There is so much on Facebook nowadays and Instagram, Pinterest, Etsy, LinkedIn, Twitter. I don't like Twitter. I cannot. I absolutely despise Twitter. But hey, businesses operate on Twitter. Not my thing, but it may be yours. So that fourth thing is making sure that you create social media presence. You have to create social media presence because everything is on social media, but you can't do it the wrong way, right? You have to be super intentional about what you post on social media when you're self-branding. When you're self-branding, you are scrutinized. You are looked at and you are judged. Let's be honest. You are looked at and you are judged. I know for me personally, I like to host conferences 
and I do speaker calls all the time. Hey, I'm looking for a speaker for X, Y, and Z. If you say you're interested, I'm going to one, ask you for your media kit, your one sheet, and I'm going to go to your Facebook page and I'm going to snoop. I'm going to lurk and I'm going to see what I can find. Because if you are not who you say you are when you post, you don't align with my business and I can't have you a part of my brand. Because when it comes to speak on it, Artesia, which is my speaking brand, you have to align. I'm not saying you have to be perfect, but you can't be posting crazy stuff and me saying, okay, come speak on my platform. Mm -mm. That's not how it works. Because if I have you associated with me and you're posting my flyers hooked to speak on the Artesia, then we both looking crazy. And it's like what Artesia does, that's not usually who she, that's not usually, that's not usually what she do. And then I got you, they're like, well, you associated with her? I don't know. Let me think about that for a second. So now you, now both brands are looked at funny. So you have, you have to be really intentional about what you're posting on Instagram, Facebook, social media, all of that. Because trust and believe me, it is being looked at whether you like it or not. It's happening. And it's happening all the time. Right? So we're going to be transparent. Let's be transparent. You're being watched. You're being looked at. You're being scrutinized. If you call yourself being a public figure and all of those things. All right, so enough, enough about that. The fifth way to brand yourself is you got to be a good source. Don't be afraid to put other people on. Some of y'all missed that. I'm going to say it again. Don't be afraid to put other people on. What does that mean? If you know that you have a speaker that you're cool with, and someone calls for a speaker speaking on a topic that you don't speak on. Don't be greedy and speak on that topic because you're going to be found out that you're an imposter because that's not really your thing. But why don't you go ahead and say, hey, I know a speaker that speaks on domestic violence. Or I know a speaker that speaks on marriage 101 or health or business or marketing. Don't be afraid to put someone else on because you don't want to be outshined. That's just not how it go. You got to be a good resource. That's my thing. If you're a good resource and I can keep coming to you over and over and over again, then boom, I'm going to come to you over and over again because you're a good resource. And networking, that kind of goes hand in hand. So the fifth thing would be be a good resource and always find a way to network. You have to find a way to network. And you got to network outside the norm, right? Did anybody get that? You have to network outside of the norm. Don't stay in your same circles because that same circle is not going to help you branch out anywhere. You're going to always be in that same circle of people. Find a way to branch out, be a good source and always find a way to network. So Wrapping it up on the branding piece, the five ways to brand yourself is be an expert. Do your own thing. Don't conform to others. Create a website. Get a domain name with your name. Make it official. You got to be on social media, social media presence. Be a good source and always network. Those two are hand in hand. So that's five easy ways to brand yourself. It ain't hard. It just takes consistency and dedication because trust and believe me, yeah, if you are a fraud when you're branding, you will be found out and you don't want to be that person that gets found out. 
Let's talk about marketing for a second because marketing and branding is hand, it goes hand in hand. And I'm not going to tell you what aggravates me. The, I'm not going to say aggravates me. Well, yeah, no. What frustrates me the most is when businesses have so much potential, but don't do anything correct. Or when you offer them advice, they are not receptive to hear it. Well, when it comes to marketing, again, you have to find your niche. Remember when branding, finding your niche, marketing, man, it's the same exact way. So when you think about marketing, you're talking about finding your niche. So if I'm on Facebook and I'm marketing to a certain um, group of people, I can't market on a blanket and say I'm marketing to everybody. Because when you service everybody, you service nobody. Do y'all understand what that means? Let me break it down for you. If I'm telling people, okay, so let's just say I'm a car salesman, right? And I'm going to market to everybody and their mama about a van. Everybody going to, I'm going to market about a van. I got these vans for sale. The vans got rebates. Everybody going to get a van. And I put out ads for vans, but most of my clients, some of my clients, they want a coupe. They, they want a crossover. They don't want a van. So now that I'm marketing to everybody, I'm really not servicing anybody. It's too broad. You got to find your niche. If you're good at selling two-door coupes, please sell two-door coupes. If you're good at luxury vehicles, stick, stick with luxury vehicles. If, you, if you're good at selling 18-wheelers, do that. But don't cross over to a niche that's not yours because you're not going to be good at it. And you're going to mess up with, you're going to end up messing up your brand. So don't do that. You want to be of service to others when it comes to marketing. Now, I know you, some of y'all are like, what are you talking, what in the world are you talking about? Well, let me tell you what I'm talking about. When you call yourself being of service to others and you're throwing out content left and right, right? You are content building, you're knocking it out, throwing it out there, but your content is kind of empty. Did you get that? Your content is kind of empty, which means you're throwing out content, but I can't use it. It's not usable. It's empty. The content that you're providing me is things that I could Google. That's not the kind of service you want to be. When you get my services, it's not Googleable, And I just totally made that word up, but it fits for right now. You cannot find my services because I am different. I have a niche. I know who I service. And you ain't finna find it on Google. So when you be of service to others, I'm talking about have good content to back it up. Again, with marketing, remember who you are. You're like, duh, I know who I am. No, some of y'all don't. Some new business owners don't know who they are and they don't protect their reputation. They just out here posting and doing any old kind of thing. You cannot do that. You need to protect your reputation at all times. You got to be super intentional about the words you speak and what you post because you are being watched. Marketing and branding goes hand in hand. You cannot call yourself a personal brand and then think you're not going to be scrutinized. Wrong. You are. And trust and believe me, a screenshot goes a mile away. Post something. Call yourself a minister or call yourself a pastor. Call yourself an, emo, an, um, an empowerment speaker or an inspirational speaker and post something crazy and see how quick you get screenshotted and sent to so many people. Ooh, they're not who they said they were. 
You have to be super intentional about the words you speak and the actions you perform. It's imperative when it comes to marketing, y'all. Like I can't even, and I'm known for repeating things over and over again because I want you to get it. And I want you to get it. If you don't get it the first time, please get it the second time. If not, write it down, but I want you to get it. You have to understand it. There's levels to this thing. Branding and marketing, and understand this, I just scratched the surface. What about when you host events or create events? Now, I learned the hard way. I was out here putting out information, and it was half-cocked. It wasn't great, but you learn real quick when you get talked about. Be honest. You, you get talked to, you switch the game real quick and you fix things and get reacclimated as soon as you figure out that your name is not what you think it is out in the public. So hosting and creating events is important. You can't, people think you can put, people believe, and I'm going to be real, people believe they can create a flyer and say, this is my event. Boom, we're good. Go and share this to your friends. No, no. You have to have, some sort of platform, Eventbrite. Eventbrite is super duper free to put your event on it. Facebook events, free. Now get this. When you post an event on Eventbrite and on Facebook, do you know that you're marketing and putting it out to a bunch of people without even running ads? Let me, let me, let me break it down for you real quick. When you create a Facebook event or an event or an Eventbrite event and you put that information out there, people from different cities, different towns, different states can see that. You're opening it up to an indirect share, meaning when it's on Facebook and an Eventbrite, it gets shared automatically throughout friends. Because if your friends say they're interested in it, guess what? Their friends see it. Advertisement. If they share it, advertisement, each time one of your friends, friends, friends of their friends, friends say they're interested in it. Guess what? Their friends see it. So I got over 4,000 friends on Facebook. When I like an event or I'm interested, guess what? It says Artesia Stamps is interested in X, Y, and Z event. And then my friends will go on and click on it. If they're interested, They'll click interested or going and then their friends will see it. You see how that works? So it's not enough to just post a flyer. You got to do more than that. And promoting your event. You cannot expect your attendees or others to promote your event more than you do. Like that is not, that is not how it works, Right? You got to be your own cheerleader. You got to be promoting. When your event is on, you got to be promoting that thing like no other. Promoting it. Dropping flyers, events, events, reposting, reposting, reposting. Be careful to not post too early about your event and not post too late. Does that make sense? So don't be too quick to post your event too early or too late. Too early, you lose the buzz. It once was awesome. It once was talked about. It once was, it once was that because you posted too early. Don't post too late because no one has the time to create the buzz. So what does that mean? So the buzz is if it's out there and it's being shared and posted and interested so many times, you get that little fire 
um, icon on Facebook means your event's on fire. Y'all ever saw it before? There's an e- so if you have an event and it's gotten over 500 plus likes and shares and interests, it'll have a little fire, um, a little fire icon next to it. And it'll say it's like it's on fire. I bet some of y'all didn't even notice that. But yeah, it's really a thing. And so when you don't post it quick enough, it doesn't it doesn't get that buzz. So you want to make sure that you're posting your event not too late and not too early. I hope this has been super informative for you. I didn't want to take up much of your time. But next week, we're going to dig more into branding. Now, I'm not talking about marketing next week. I'm talking about complete branding. And then after that, we'll dig into marketing. I hope this has been informative because I enjoyed it and I hope you did too.